everybody peace peace welcome to the robot afro show season one episode 10 Denny! thank you thank you thank you thank you for being here i appreciate you um thank you for showing up you didn't have to you could have gone anywhere else in the world i mean the internet is wide open man you could have gone anywhere but somehow you wound up here. God bless you. God bless you. Okay. <laughs> it is 3.41 in the morning. And of course, I am loopy. Loopy, loopy, loopy. But I got some things to say. And so I'm going to work my way through it. And I hope you will have the patience to do so with me. Because I've got some things to say that I think are important. I think that these are things that people are going to be interested in hearing. <clears throat> so last time, just to do a brief recap on something that I'm going to touch on today, I talked about Twitter and the Twitter algorithm and um, how, and, and, and also what, calm down, calm down. It's okay. Center yourself. Be at one with the mic. Okay, I'm back. Okay, so last time I talked about the um, computer-generated imagery, a GIF in Twitter. When you went to take a put a GIF on a tweet, how if you did a search for a GIF, if you put in, let's say you wanted to do um, a, a racial slur, or, you know, for Jewish people, an anti-Semitic slur, I should say, and you went to look for that slur, it did not exist. You could not find a GIF that matched that search. It literally said, yikes, that does not exist. It literally says the word yikes. So if you, the same thing applies for Asian, uh, mental health, LGBTQ, Jewish, Latino, so on and so forth. However, when you get to the word, the N-word, images of black people would come up. So I spent two years um, going at um, Jack Dorsey and, you know, questioning this and making a whole bunch of tweets, dozens of them, where I, I wasn't, you know, I literally was only talking about the issue, asking why. Why is this allowed? Why are you you know, not protecting the black community because he had this mission statement at the top. His pin tweet was this all inclusive mission statement, but somehow you protected everyone but us. You, you, you protected them, but you exposed us. And you did this by allowing the N word to be a searchable gift that produced images of black people. I literally, went to everyone I could that was on Twitter in the black community that I thought had some type of influence or pull or anything. And I pointed this out to them. And I said, look at this, what's going on right here, right in front of our faces. We are allowing this. So I pursued this um, for, for literally like two years. 
I went at I went through Jack Dorsey until he retired uh, or you know gave up the CEO reins to Parag uh, Argawal. Um, I'm not going to keep saying his last name because I'm not sure if I'm saying it correctly. So I'm just going to say Parag. And then when Parag took over, I was, you know, doing the same thing, asking him these questions. And I'm asking it publicly in tweets, never getting an answer. Um, Twitter, none of the mechanisms designed to, you know, um, help you with these issues, whether it's, you know, I I forget what you call it, but um, it's late. But, um, you know, none of those channels were responding to me. So, of course, I'm just at this point, I'm asking them in public. I'm asking you, why are you allowing this? And then, boom, two weeks before I was literally going to do my first podcast on it, they changed the policy, which is great. But then what made me, you know, really want to come out with it still was that they shadow banned me and they just kept restricting my tweets more and more. And it was like, I felt like I was being punished. I felt like they were trying to silence me for doing this, for saying this. And so since you want to try to silence me on the issue, now I want to keep talking about it because there are some other things that we need to discuss in, you know, uh, we need some, we need to clarify some things. So one of the things that I want to clarify is I have a question Okay, I have a very important question for Parag, specifically, since you have the big boy pants on, since you're the CEO. Okay, ready, sir? Who at Twitter made the decision to call black people the N-word? Who did that? Who did that, sir? Who made that decision? Because it had to have been made. You see, how do I know this? Because uh, through deductive reasoning, we know that you did not call, um, you did not allow LGBTQ people to have slurs against them. So at some point, you had to make a decision not to allow that. The same thing goes with Latino. The same thing goes with Asians, mental health, Jewish. You did not allow their slurs to be used. So you made a conscious decision. Either you or Jack Dorsey or you and Jack Dorsey or someone at Twitter made the conscious decision. That means you guys had you guys had meetings about this. You had lunch about this. Y'all had a goddamn veggie tray while you talked about this. Who made the decision that black people are the N-word and you allowed this to keep going because you can't pretend like none of y'all had win that I had brought this up. You know, I, I, I brought it up all over the place. You never had the guts, neither you nor Jack, millionaire and billionaire. Y'all scared of a 53-year-old black man from the Bronx. You are cowards for that shit. And you shadow banned me. You, you reduced my footprint on Twitter and made it hard to find my tweets, made it hard to detect my tweets, made it hard for people to like or retweet my tweets, made literally put me in a corner. Well, nobody puts Chan in a corner. Okay. Because my, my, uh, my, my podcast transcends Twitter. I'm not a hundred percent reliant on Twitter. So you don't control me. Massa Parag. I free now, nah, sir. 
You don't control me, bruh. I'm free. Like I said, someone made the decision. A group of people, you had a focus group, you did something, there's paperwork, there's a trail, there is a digital trail. If anyone at Twitter has this information, please come out with it. Please do, because these people are marginalizing uh, my experience on a public utility, and you don't have the right to do that. I don't believe you have the right to do that, okay? Um, you know, so, so also, uh, uh, you, you, everyone else, right? All of these other cultures and designations, Latinos, LGBTQ, Asian, mental health, Jewish folks, you know, they all got actual respect and protect. All of these groups which were spared their racial, ethnic, and homophobic slurs and mental health slurs. You didn't allow this. You don't allow them to call people the R word. Nobody can use the R word on Twitter like that because it goes against the terms of service. But calling black people the N word is okay? Who made that decision? Why is that okay? So you think black people are the N word? You're a billionaire. Jack Dorsey, but you think black people are the N-word. Who, who, why should you get to make that decision? Because you friends with Jay-Z? Jay-Z doesn't speak for black people. Neither do any of these ignorant rappers who don't understand the issue. They don't speak for black America. And neither do these goddamn children on Twitter. They don't speak for black America. Okay. We don't get to put the idiots at the front of our culture and then because you're a Caucasian billionaire that wants to dictate a narrative for black people, you allow this to happen. Oh, well, uh, they said that. They're the N-word. So, no, we don't. No, we don't, bro. That's you. That's them rappers. That's not us. You don't get to dictate. You're a Caucasian billionaire, Jack Dorsey. You don't get to dictate black culture. And Parag... You don't get to dictate black culture. You're not black. We are not the N-word, and you don't get to tell us that we are. That's not your decision. We black folk need to stop allowing these people to do what they want to us. You can't deal with the big issues if we can't deal with the issues that we actually have some modicum of control over. We shouldn't allow this. And yet and still we do. We have too many dumb ass black people who say shit like, well, um, if that's what they want to do, then I don't have no problem with the N word because you're fucking brainwashed. You don't have a problem with it because you're brainwashed. My Joe Biden voice is going to tell you you're brainwashed. You're not thinking for yourself. Wipe your mouth, sir. You have Kool-Aid on your mouth. You're not thinking for yourself. We shouldn't allow this. This is culturally goofy. Stop letting Jack Dorsey dictate what goes on in, on Twitter in regard to black people's racial slurs. We don't want to be called the N-word. Not intelligent black people. These dumbasses out here might want to. These dumbasses with their pants down around their goddamn brains. They might want to, 
These fools with these ankle monitors on their brains, they might want to. These rappers who don't know shit, they might want to. These people who pretend to be black activists but are really just wanting the situation to be perpetual so they could continue to get paid because otherwise you would say something about these things. Why are you allowing this? You know? Uh, the shit gets me tight, man. And and these, these people have me shadow banned on Twitter. And my people don't even stick up for me. Black people, my own people don't even stick up for me. They don't retweet my shit. They don't say, oh, good job, man. Yo, I see you out there. I see what you're doing. I see you've been doing this for a long time. You know what I mean? Like, I see everybody else get a support. Yo, if, a, if somebody gets on Twitter and starts air humping the air to some idiot vomiting the N-word and they put up some type of challenge, they getting 20,000 support. They If somebody says anything, what y'all like uh, better on your popcorn? You like butter or you like salt? They getting all of this. If you put the N-word, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Which uh, This leads me to my other point. I was about to go off on a real weird tangent there about the movies. <laughs> um, it's 3.53 in the morning. Bear with me, folks. Walk with your boy. So the Twitter algor algorithm favors the N-word. Okay, this is another thing. This is a, 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 sub, a substrate on this. The, 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 the algorithm favors the N-word. This is something that is going on underneath this whole thing because I can prove it. Go on Twitter right now. You know me, folks. I'll wait. Go and do a search. Just go to the, put in that little where you see, uh, you know, the little search thing, you know. Uh, what I want you to do is I want you to put in the word N-I-G-G-A. Put that word in, okay, and see what comes up. You'll see tweets. Now, look at the numbers on those tweets. Look at the likes on those tweets. Look at the numbers on those tweets. Look how many of them are. And do they do anything about this? No. But you know something, though? You won't see all of that on other people's slurs, but you see it on ours. And you see those high numbers on there? That's because somehow they allowed the algorithm to favor this. And it probably has something to do with the fact that you allowed the N-word to be a searchable gif on Twitter for at least two years after you took off other people's slurs. Now, somebody who's, who's you know, tech savvy, I am not. Okay, I don't I'm not I don't have those gifts, but there are people out there who are freaking mutants with this shit. Look this up. Look at the data. Check what I check. Check what I'm saying. See if what I'm saying is legit, because it sure seems that way. It sure seems that way. You know, um, I don't think the N word should be allowed on Twitter. You don't allow other people's slurs. Don't tell me. Oh, I'm not calling you N-I-G-G-E-R. I'm calling you N-I-G-G-A. A. Who's dumb enough to fall for this? Oh, millions of you dummies. You're falling for the banana in the tailpipe. Stop falling for the bullshit. 
The N-word is a racial slur. They are tricking you, sir. They are tricking you, madam. Stop letting billionaires and millionaires trick you into perpetuating the hate speech of our former slave masters. Our ancestors would be ashamed of us. I'm going to say that again. Our ancestors would be ashamed of us. We got everything. They took the ass whooping for us. They took all the ass whoopings. They took all the lumps. And now here we are in 2022. Nah, y'all, nah. We not niggers. We niggers. Oh, oh, okay. That makes sense. In bizarro world, but here on earth, it does not. So, you know, to all of you out there that I reached out to, I reached out to the FCC. Now, I know you don't specifically have any jurisdiction over the Internet, but damn it, somebody needs to be making a report because one day some type of FCC organization is going to wind up taking control over um, the Internet because of things like this, because, you, you know, people, tyrants, Digital tyrants like Jack Dorsey and Parag are subverting my rights. You subverting my free speech. Okay. The minute you start doing that, that you start taking away my free speech, you become a tyrant. See, you, y'all pretend you, you are frauds. You pretend to want to make Twitter this open space. You only want to make it an open space for people who lean all the way to the left. And I don't. I don't lean all the way to the left, and I don't. I damn sure I don't lean to the right. You know. I but I do. There are some things that I do caucus with people on the right about, for sure. I am not down with nobody's monolith. I have my own mind. I make my own decisions. And if you ask me a question about an issue, I could break it down. But the problem is, is that I go after the N word. I go after things that I see that aren't right. I speak up about like a Joe Biden. And they don't like that because they don't like people talking against the left. So what do they do? They censor you. They shadow ban you. They stick you in a corner where you're not really able to digitally be seen and interact like that. They pretend that you're not really an, enough of a part of the conversation to be have your information disseminated like that. That's a lie. That is a lie. And I want someone to look into this because it is it is it is un-American it is undemocratic it is unfair and for something that is literally you are Twitter is a public utility you have you should not have the ability to do this without some level of oversight okay and if you and if you do then you know maybe we need to start having some broader conversations about this issue okay so in the tradition of random musings, we are moving on. Moving on. We're changing the tone for a minute. We're going to switch it up. Let's lighten the mood. Everybody have a drink. Everybody have a smoke. Let's hug one another. And let's move on to a lighter topic for a minute. Last time I talked about Batman versus Superman, and I compared it um to how I feel about Age of Ultron. And I did this whole comparison. I'm not going to go 
to retread that whole issue, you can go back to um, last episode and check that out. But something I left out, there was, there's, there's a, a route I would have taken instead of doing what they did in Batman Superman. This is what I think should have happened. Okay. I think that instead of Doomsday, what was supposed to come out of that Kryptonian soup, it was supposed to be Bizarro. Okay. You um you 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 killed your your boy um 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 Zod in Man of Steel. You had Superman break his neck and then you put him in the primordial Kryptonian soup, so to speak, to create this monstrosity, as was said. So but it, to me you went y'all went super big with Doomsday and to me even though I loved that fight, I, I I loved it. It was so Zack Schneider. It was so DC. It was so dope. It was so comic book action packed um, that I don't I, I'm not mad at it. But what I'm saying is, can you imagine if instead of that giant ape, you know what he looked like? Sidebar for a minute. Side dimension. You know what he looked like? He looked like Igu. Remember Igu from the Herculoids? Herculoids! Dun, 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 dun. And it had the rock, the, the rock ape, Igu. It was gloop and gleep. And then we'd be like, and then it had Tundro and Zod. Remember that? You know what's interesting about that? Two things. Um, Igu actually looks just like Doomsday. Igu looks like Doomsday. I think they just looked at Herculoids and was like, ah, uh, make Igu Doomsday. <laughs> also, we talked about the thing from the Fantastic Four having no penis. Igu also is a rock ape and has no penis. Oh, my God. When you're made of rocks, you don't have a penis. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I think I just discovered some weirdness. Like, how come Igu doesn't have a penis? He's made out of rocks. The thing is made out of rocks. He doesn't have a penis. Neither one of them had on pants. Doomsday looked like Igu. Didn't have a penis and no pants. <laughs> Holy shit. Holy shit. I think this is this is crazy. But anyway... Um, yo, remember how um, the the leader of the Herculoids, the father, you ever watched that shit? And one day I was checking that out when I was little and I thought to myself, like, yo, why the fuck is he always yelling at him? Why is he always screaming his name like that? Igu! Like, I promise you, watch Herculoids and through the whole show, he screams Igu's name like he's a fucking idiot. Igu! <laughs> You know, anyway, that's a crazy name, Igu. Kind of reminds me of Ookla from Thundar. Thundar, the barbarian. Igu and Ookla. Anyway, all right, I'm off of that. So, uh, Superman, Batman. Instead of Doomsday coming out of the Kryptonian waters, it should have been. Imagine if, if Zod rose up in the air, black suit, skin zombie white, he looks like 
just imagine, you know, um, the zombie Ed from Day of the Dead? Imagine if he had that type of look and he was doing those crick neck movements and that those weird joint movements and and he was talking all crazy and his eyes just started fucking glowing. That would have been nuts. It would have been scary as all get out and it would have been crazy. You could have still had the exact same fight instead of doomsday vomiting energy every five minutes and going totally nuclear like kaboom and then they just got fucking hide and duck and in between him turning into like this nuclear uh doomsday which he wasn't even doing that in the comics i was like where did that come from i mean i'm not mad at it you know because you know it added visually to the scene but i was like why is he doing that um yeah so Sorry to uh, go down the um, rabbit hole of, you know, dickless rock monsters. But, you know something else talking about the thing? I don't know if any of you know this. Uh, uh, Let me me relax that. I'm sure plenty of you know it. Okay? I'm sure plenty of you know this. But for those of you that don't, uh, there used to be a TV show when I was a kid called Fred and Barney Meet the Thing. Now, I told this to a geek, a longtime geek friend of mine one day, and he was like, get the fuck out of here. And I'm like, dude, I promise you, there was a cartoon, not a one-shot. It was like a show called Fred and Barney Meet the Thing. Look it up. I would love to know who was high enough to be like, yo, what if we made a cartoon with Fred and Barney and they just meet the thing and they roll with the thing? Like, I got to go back and look at that. Like, what was going on in that cartoon? Why was he with the thing with Fred and Barney? How does that even make any sense? But they did it. Fred and Barney meet the thing. Go look it up. Like, right now, somebody's probably rolling their eyes like, this dude is high. It's beside the point, sir. Fred and Barney did meet the thing, and they had a whole show about it. Go check it out. Okay? Um, Yeah, I just want to do a couple of little comic book-y-ish quick hits since we talked about um uh uh man of steel and batman versus superman let me let's talk about henry cavill for a moment and this hot mess i'm not gonna go too far into the rabbit hole of what's going on at warner brother discovery hbo max whatever you want to call it where they're just having this total upheaval you know in a minute, you're going to turn on HBO Max and it's going to be like, it's just going to look like the emergency broadcast signal. And the only thing that'll be on there is Young Justice, which is the absolute worst now. But um, used to be the best. Now it's the worst. Used to be my best show. Now it's my worst show. Um, but I'm not talking about Young Justice right now. Henry Cavill. How is it possible, okay, that y'all did not make Man of Steel 2. What idiot? What millionaire idiot? What fool in a suit that y'all paid millions of dollars allowed this to go down? I think this has got to be the stupidest decision. It's probably as dumb as... I I, I remember when in the NBA when... Um, 
uh, track the trailer was chosen over Dirk Nowitzki. That's that's just as dumb. That's like dumb like that. You know, that's like the worst decision. That's gonna go down in history as like the the most bungled decision. You that was the easiest, but that the easy button should have been right there on your desk as soon as Man of Steel. As soon as you saw what Man of Steel was about, you should have been like, oh shit, let me get another one of those. <laughs> okay, as soon as I would have saw the dailies from the the first fight scene, I would have been like, uh, two please. Uh, can we shoot two of these motherfuckers at the same time? Because I want to keep Henry Cavill. He rocked it as Superman. The entire movie was dope. Man of Steel. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you how passionate I got into it with someone about Man of Steel. So after I saw it, I used to go to this comic book store in L.A. I'm not going to say which one right now. Because there was a guy that worked in there. And he used to write a comic. Him and his buddy. One of them used to write a comic. And one of them even used to work for D.C. And uh, me and him got into it because he was like, oh, man, that's not Superman. That's not how he's supposed to be. And I just, I was so mad. I was just like, what kind of pussy ass talk is that? Like, what kind of, what are you talking about? Uh, He wasn't saving anybody. Are you crazy? Are you crazy? (laughs) Are you effing stupid? Like, he saved the whole world. What are you talking about? Like, oh, it struck those 9-11 chords. It made me feel, you know, it was so violent. Oh, my God. Now, years later, oh, man, Man of Steel was great. Yeah, where were you people 10 years ago? (laughs) Whatever the shit came out. Where were you? Okay? Because that was an easy button for me. I would have immediately greenlit uh man of steel 2 electric boogaloo that would have happened okay and i would have made michael shanahan whatever his name is i'm not sure sorry it's late i would have recast him as bizarro okay and that dude i i know i brought it up last podcast but just thinking about jesse eisenberg unwrapping that candy taking it out the wrapper and putting it in that man's mouth and then licking his fingers and y'all got the nerve to call that Lex Luthor. Okay? What in the hell, the shit and the piss made you think that that was supposed to be Lex Luthor? That should have been Lex Luthor's son. He was. It would have been perfect if you said that. Don't tell me Lex Luthor is at the end talking about ding, 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 that wasn't Lex Luthor. Don't ever do that again. I'm not, I like Jesse Eisenberg. I like him as an actor. I just, he was not Lex Luthor. I'm sorry. Um, that was a bad choice. Speaking of Young Justice. Speaking of Young Justice. Now, some of these things, you know, you know me. I'll go in and out of some of these topics. But since we're talking about Young Justice, I just want to say this one thing. Young Justice season one and two is quite possibly the greatest superhero television cartoon show ever made. I can make that argument. I I will make that argument for season one and two. I think it is the best of everything that ever came before it. Okay. Season one and two. If you are a comic book fan, watch season one and two of Young Justice. When they switched 
up and made the comeback. And they came back with the season three and four, the split season. I was like, oh, it was okay. You could tell it slipped a little bit. The animation slipped a little bit. The storylines, just it just wasn't quite right. It wasn't the same. It wasn't the complete embarrassment it has become now. You know, like, I don't even know what's... It's so woke and whack. Like, now, I... I mean, I don't even really want to go too far into it because it's just depressing, <laughs> you know. But damn, you destroyed that show. I loved Young Justice. I I couldn't I couldn't get enough for season one and two. I couldn't wait. I just knew they were getting to season three, and then they canceled the shit. And I'm like, you fools, you dummies. It's probably the same fool that didn't do Superman two cancel young justice at first and then of course some some uh you know just person that doesn't understand business doesn't understand doesn't have common sense you're gonna bring it back and not have the same creative team or you're not gonna give it keep it in line with the looks you're just gonna keep making it woker and woker let me explain something to y'all y'all making shit for all these young woke people Guess what they are? They're whimsical. And when they get ready to move on, they will move on to the next thing. And you'll be stuck there with this woke-ass thing that people who are longtime fans of this stuff are going to be like, we don't like it because you didn't make this for us. I'm not saying you can't have some woke stuff in there, but they just be going too far, man. They just went too far, and it's just too whack, and it doesn't have the same bite. It's not the same. I hope that show gets canceled. Okay? That was that's just one of the greatest disappointments ever. But you know what I do find that I'm digging at that's a DC thing is the television show, show Superman and Lois. Now, I'm not big on all of the TV shows. I'm not, you know, some of them are a hit, some of them are a miss. I like some of that, but I'm not watching all that stuff. Like, you're never going to catch me watching, like, Stargirl. I'm not watching that. Um, but, and I, I, back in the day, as I have a Superman tattoo. So I love Superman. Superman was the first thing that I read when I was a kid. So I've always had a special place for Superman. But, Ironically, I didn't really dig like super like uh, Lois and Clark, um, Smallville. I didn't watch those shows, and um, and Superman Returns, Superman Returns, was like. It was like the tofu of superhero movies, like that is like the most like nothing burger I've ever seen. Like, do you know that nobody threw a punch in Superman? Returns. I don't think one person, I don't think Superman punched anyone in that movie. And you actually tried to do the entire plot from the first Superman movie with Christopher Reeve. It was a land grab. It was all about real estate. Same shit. That movie was so bad. It was so bad, I wish I could build a time machine, go back in time, and stop them from doing it. It had like one scene that was cool with the airplane in the beginning, and that was it. The movie went downhill from there. Um, but anyway, so like I said, I wasn't a big fan of like Smallville or Crip, uh, the other one, um, uh, Lois and Clark. And so I wasn't even going to watch 
um, Superman and Lois. I had literally had no interest in it for some reason. And because, you know, it was kind of like that other stuff. I'm like, I don't want to see a half show about, you know, stuff that I love and it's not looking good or whatever. And I didn't even pay attention to the commercials or anything. So I wound up, you know, like a lot of people, I got HBO Max with my phone um, when I got a new phone. So one day I'm looking for something to watch and I see it there. I'm kind of like working out and doing something and I wanted something to put on just, you know, that I didn't really have to pay attention to. And I promise you, it was like instantly I fell in love with the show. So I I think the show is great. Um, I recommend it to anybody that likes DC, Superman, comic book stuff. Um, Excellent. Um, I I like the realistic take with them and their family issues. (laughs) I like seeing Superman and Lois. Man, Lois be yelling at her kids, man. Lois, you better calm down before I call social services. Like, she's always yelling at them kids. But, um, no, it's it's a great show. Um, I'm sad to see that one of the brothers um, on the show is leaving. Sorry to see him go. Um, what else got going on comic book wise? Uh, ooh, I don't want to talk about The Flash right now. Like, I don't want to get depressed. I really don't want to talk about all that. You know what looks interesting? Black Adam. I'm interested. I'm a fan of the character. Um, I was a fan of his run in JSA. Um, New 52. Um, I've always liked Black Adam. I always thought Black Adam should be bigger than he was. Um, And so I liked him in the Shazam cartoon when he fights Superman and stuff like that. And so when I I always would look at The Rock and say, The Rock should either be Black Adam or he should be Namor, one or the other. And they got him for Black Adam. So I don't know how good Black Adam is going to be. It looks good. It looks good. I'm I'm interested. And I listen, I don't like everything. I'm not interested in everything. I'm way past that now with comics, you know. I remember I was the guy, like when X-Men first came out, I was in the theater biting my nails like, please let this be good. Please let this be good. Please let this be good. Please let us get to see another one. Please don't let people laugh too much at this. And it caught on. <laughs> you know, comic books caught fire again. And so, um, but ultimately, um, we're, we all owe Wesley Snipes and Blade. The, that is the birthplace of the modern comic book era. Okay? Let's not get it twisted. Um, but, um, yeah, so I'm interested. I'm really interested in Black Adam. Um, I'm, uh, I, don't, I don't think I'll be going to the movies to see it. Um, you're not... I'm not getting monkeypox from going to the movies. I don't want monkey COVID. Like, I don't want that. So that's going to be a no for me, dog. Y'all not catching me in the movies for another year. I'm sorry. Like, I got to be, like, at least six months with no communicable diseases, with no, like, floating-in-the-air STDs. (laughs) With Like, I don't want monkeypox on my popcorn. I don't want it. So I'm not going. You know what I'll do? I'll buy a bigger TV and stay home. Um, I'll wait for you to come on. Y'all got all of these streaming apps going on? Um, yeah. So the next time I, I I don't know when I'll go to the movies again. That's nothing is calling me to go black. I'm not even going back to the movies to see Black Panther. Okay? You can forget about it. If I Black Panther 2 can't get me to the movies, nothing can. I'm sorry, and I'm not interested enough in nothing. 
I I don't want to see my mom versus my children in the movies. I'm not going to see nothing. So I'm not saying I you know I'm not interested in the movie at all. I want to see the movie The Woman King with Viola Davis. That movie looks bananas. I can't wait to see that at home. At home, I'm not getting that monkey on me. I want them chocolate chips on my mouth. I don't want it. I'm not going. Um, call me ignorant. You call me whatever you want to. I don't want the chocolate chip um, shit on my mouth. I ain't. I ain't going. Okay. I don't. I don't want COVID chips on my mouth. So uh, anyway, though, like I said, I, I you know I feel sorry about what's going on over at DC because you know you got Leslie Grace getting canceled with Batgirl. I was. Dying to see Batgirl. I, when they saw, first of all, when I saw who was who they picked as Batgirl, I was like, I was like, who's Leslie Grace? And I looked at her and I was like, oh, she's cutie. I was like, yeah, she's Batgirl for sure. Um, and so then when I saw her in costume, I was like, oh, okay, Dad, comics accurate. I like to look. So I'm like, I'm getting more excited about it. Like I'm like, I think they're gonna pull this off. This looks good. Then you start hearing about this shakeup. And that they're not coming out with the movie? What kind of shit is that? What kind of bad decision is that? Y'all came out with that uh, um, Harley Quinn joint. Uh, what the hell was that movie called? Birds of Prey? Dude, Birds of Prey was like... It was like Catwoman 2. But worse, like it was the worst movie I've ever seen. That movie should never have seen the light of day. Um, it was, man, that was that was weird. And I listen, I like Margot Robbie a lot. I think Margot Robbie is hot. I think um, she's she really, you know, gets the character of Harley Quinn. I just think they let that one get away from them. Like, I don't want to see Jesse Smollett's sister as Black Canary. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with her as a person, nor as an actress, but she's not Black Canary. I'm sorry. You call me whatever you want to. I don't think she's Black Canary. And if she's not in fishnet stockings, I don't want to see the character Black Canary. It's okay to put a woman in fishnet stockings. It's okay. It's okay. It's not sexist. It's sexy. Okay? Let's not be prudes. Okay, everything doesn't have to be so sterile and straight up, you know, like the way y'all damn near turned Captain Marvel from being a sexy to I'm like, I'm seeing fucking Captain America, Captain Marvel when they revamped. Her, I was like, who the hell is this boy? I was like, where's Captain Marvel? What happened to Miss Marvel? Like all of a sudden she turned into. I'm like, yo, she she just went from, you know, one thing to the other. And I'm like, okay, okay. I'm like, damn, could we at least get a little cleavage or something, man? You ain't got to change her into straight up like she's like, you know, I'm super serious now. She goes from having being the hottest chick in comics damn near to, you know, next to like Storm and Wonder Woman. She's up there. You know, the old Carol Danvers, yo, she look good. I'm like, oh, and then all of a sudden, here you come with this cut and this full-on suit. I'm like, where's the ass cheeks? What happened? Damn, they, y'all done take 
took all the sexiness out of comics, man. It's like, fuck. But um, what else? What else can we talk about with comics? So I'm going to switch over about an issue, but it's comics, but it's a little serious, but not serious. Okay, so here we go. So the next item up for bids I want to talk about is still within the realm of comic books. Um, but this is more about a cartoon based on a comic book. And this is, um, damn, I just lost the damn name of the show. Oh, Big Hero 6. But it's the show is, 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 is Baymax. Baymax used to, is from Big Hero 6. So Baymax is a robot that, you know, but he's got this like softer, he's got the, this almost looks like a Stay Puft Marshmallow Man, like a Michelin Man, uh, like looks like a balloon damn near uh, guy, you know, he's all soft and cuddly. And so he's like a health robot, you know, um, but he's got this like outer shell too, which is more like his armor, but in his health mode, I'm guessing he's, you know, he's got this, you know, friendly voice and all of this stuff, so I never saw the show, but I did see the clip that everyone was talking about. So since Baymax is a health robot, he goes, I'm guessing, to the store for a little girl because she is getting her period or something. And now, in theory, I don't have a problem with this, right? You you know, I think it could be a great teaching tool for kids, like to not be embarrassed by this stuff. And I, I think that you can use these characters, especially characters that are kid-relatable, to convey certain ideas to that we would want them to learn. This is how we pa can pass on information. I mean, we do it throughout history, whether we're talking about Three Little Pigs, you know, and we want to talk about, you know, don't waste your time and, you know, listen when somebody tells you, you know, don't, hey, don't build your house out of straw. You know, don't build your house out of mud. You know, you might want to build your house out of bricks. So we use stories to tell kids and convey ideas to children and each other. And so in theory, like I said, having Baymax, he's a health robot. He's doing a favor to girls to embarrass, I'm guessing, to go to the store. So Baymax goes. So he's in the store. He's looking at he's in the tampon aisle. Right. And he starts asking people about like what he should use what he should get what kind do they like like he's asking women and so you know all of these women start saying well i like this kind i like this kind i like this kind and then a man with a beard says that he starts talking about the kind he he likes or uses or prefers and i'm just like what huh what in the what in tarnation? Like, come on, man. I, listen, I am an LGBTQ ally. Have been before it was popular. Have been for literally for decades. Decades. Okay? I don't have to present my credentials. <laughs> but I've been an ally, a real one, for decades. However, that doesn't, I don't screw my head off because I am an ally to a group of people 
just the same way I don't screw my head off with my own with, with black people when it comes to issues. And I say I don't like the N-word and I don't like hip-hop and I don't like all of these things. I don't do the same. The same thing applies when it comes to everybody else, including the LGBTQ community. I think that's indoctrinating children. Why are we trying to have conversations to confuse children? This is already, uh, we're using these mythological concepts to try to convey ideas. But why are you trying to confuse them with a man with a beard talking about he's having a period? Okay, what idea are you trying to see? This is that weird talk where we start to, you know, want to blur the line like there are no men, there are no women. Men and women are, that's just a, a, a falsehood. That's a facade. We're all just people. And it's like, yeah, we are people. We are men and we are women. Okay? Men do not get pregnant. I'm sorry to tell you, if you believe that men get pregnant, they don't. And I do not say this to be disrespectful, but we are interjecting weird ideas and weird language into the culture. And I don't think that it's necessary because I think it causes confusion. And I think you just dilute your own message, your own, you know, you just it doesn't it doesn't do it doesn't serve anybody other than it only thing it serves is it serves to confuse the issue. Like when you start saying things like instead you don't say women anymore and you start saying things like birthing people or chest feeders or persons who menstruate. Like let's get all that goddamn goofy language out of here. That is not hate speech, okay? That is not hate by any stretch of the imagination. I don't think we should be trying to because you what you're doing is if you have all of these women in the supermarket talking to this robot, telling them about what type of tampons and or pads they use. I don't have a problem with that. But when you have a, a man with a beard talking about what kind he uses, that's trying to confuse children. We children don't need to be any dumber. OK, we already kids. are We already not teaching them cursive writing anymore. We're already removing art and music out of the schools. Like, I mean, what are we doing? Who is that for? Who is that serving? I use this kind. You're a dude with a beard. If you present as a male with a beard, don't talk to me. Don't talk to children about your period. Because that's confusing, and we don't need to confuse children anymore. Children don't know shit about non-binary and this and all of these terms. They don't. Adults don't even can't even keep up with all that shit. Zim and Z and Zer and this one and that one. And I'm not making fun. But I see adults get confused behind all of this stuff. So then you want to try to insert this into a children's cartoon? Stop with the indoctrination. It's unnecessary. It is confusing. It is foolish. It doesn't serve anyone. You dilute your message when you do this. You, 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 you literally, you caricaturize the issue to me when you do this. So we don't have to go that far. 
Okay, I think everyone in the LGBTQ community, they have just as many rights as me. I think they should. I think they should be able, people should be able to marry who they want to marry. I think they should be able to love who they want to love. I think they have just as much right to lose their half their shit in a divorce as I do, <laughs> as they say. Okay, I am all for it. As long as people are not sleeping with animals or children, I don't give a good goddamn what people do and who they do it with. And I don't have no problems talking to people and hanging out with people and being friends with people of any persuasion. I have had conversations with an entire group of trans women before. Okay, I have, you know... I don't have no problems talking with and associating with and socializing with anybody. I don't discriminate. I don't tell people what to do other than when you start trying to talk about your indoctrinating children or you're doing things that don't make sense. And I think that there's a trend here where when people like me disagree, when people who are real disagree you turn around and the LGBTQ community turns around and they'll turn, be, start labeling me as a hate monger just because I disagree. There are issues that I disagree with. That's my right to disagree. I'm not saying you don't have the right to exist. I don't have to agree with Leah Thomas being a, a, a swimmer and competing with women. I don't have to agree with that. That and Leah Thomas... It's his right to, you know, go to school and compete. But I think you should either compete in the gender you were born in or you should compete in a third category. I know this is a little bit different and a lot different issue, but it is, you know, parallel. I'm just trying to say I don't it's not a. I don't think about all of these things identically. OK. Um, and I don't think anyone should. And I think that we should have the right to disagree and still be like, but I, I, you know, but I love you. And I think that, you know, we're all people. And I think you should have the same rights as I do. But your rights don't get to supersede mine and nor my daughter or my sister or my mother. You don't my a, a female should a biological female should not have to compete with somebody who was once a man. Okay, why would that doesn't even make sense on any level? I don't really want to get too far into that. Okay, and I don't want to stray too far away from the Baymax issue, but I did. It got away from me a little bit. I really didn't want to talk about all of this today, but the Baymax thing was sitting there and uh, I didn't want to avoid it. Okay, so no, this is not gay bashing. This is not me bashing the LGBTQ community. I dis agree that's all i'm an ally okay have been for longer than some of you have been alive okay but i disagree and disagreeing does not make me a bigot and when you don't know the difference there then that makes you a fanatic okay that makes you a fanatic i don't want to harp on it I hope nobody was offended by it. I hope rational people can listen to what I said and say, you know something? I disagree with that guy. It might have even rubbed me the wrong way, but he's not 
a hate monger. He's not a bigot, and he's not here trying to ruffle anybody's feathers. He's here speaking about an issue because this is how he looked at it from a logical standpoint, and that's all. That is that is all. Um, so I want to switch it up again because, you know, that talking about issues like that, it takes a little bit out of me. So let's move on, shall we? We're all friends here, as my dad would say. Okay? I love the LGBTQ community. I wish nothing but the best for you. And I don't want to have friction with them. Just like I don't want to have friction with any group. Okay? I'm not a hate monger. And it's all about love. So let's move on, folks. Okay, since we're about at the hour point. I think I'm going to call it quits here and um, maybe we'll actually do another random musing because I still have a lot to get through. So who knows? I'll see how interested people are um, and maybe I'll do one more. Um, it's possible. But for now, I think I'm going to we're going to end it here. Nobody um, has been, you know, saying, oh, I want to see you guys. You do uh, two hours. <laughs> you know, people, come on. You know, I can barely get people on Twitter to say anything to me. Like, you know, they act like people on Twitter act like I have digital monkeypox or something. You know, like I'm a dirty secret. You know, like some of them, they read my stuff. They look at my stuff, but they nobody says anything to me. They say things about everybody else. You know, they interact with everybody else. But for some reason, you know. Maybe I speak too much truth. Maybe I'm not in any one camp hard and heavy. And maybe I have too much of my own mind. And, you know, maybe I don't, you know, maybe I don't have the guts to ask people, Chicago pizza or New York pizza? You know, I don't have the courage like that, you know. So, but uh, anyway, let me stop hating on people. Um, I want to end by saying this. This is to Parag Argawal, the CEO of Twitter. I know I already spoke about him, but what I want to say, I want to end with this. Subverting speech you don't like makes you a tyrant. I don't care that you blame it on the algorithm. Blame it on the algorithm. Yeah, yeah. I got to blame it on something. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um... But yeah, you, you, Jack Dorsey, y'all are millionaires and billionaires. You have no business coming after a 53-year-old black man from the Bronx and um, suppressing my speech because somehow what it is, somehow what I'm saying is too powerful. Let it go, bro. Let it go. You know, I see this is a good time to end. I see I got the pregnant Sasquatch above me, you know, stomping. You know, I think this guy just want to fucking sniff my seat, you know, anyway. But um, so you don't get to squash on someone else's rights in the name of anything. This is not your you didn't. This is not your personal project anymore. Twitter is not in someone's garage. This is like a public utility now. And I think it makes you a tyrant. It makes you your your digital Taliban. When you do this stuff. So give up on that before you force the government to step in and start regulating you. Anyway, thank you guys. However you wound up at these coordinates, 
thank you. Thank you for your time and your attention. Thank you for your time and your mind in this space and in this place. I appreciate you all so much. I really do. For those of you who have reached out to me, I appreciate that. I appreciate the positive and the negative feedback. Um, and for those of you who just stay silent, especially I'm very disappointed in the black people on Twitter because I bring up issues that affect you. It could affect your children. It affects your experience on Twitter. And none of you have maybe I won't say none because there are a few. There are a few, um, especially this one um, young brother that's been following and retweeting my stuff. And and there, there's a few people. But by and large, mm, it's a little bit of cowardice going on there or apathy or, you know, just ignorance or fear. Whatever it is, man, if you got the the guts to stand up and be like, girl, she can twerk if she want to. You know, but you don't have you don't have it for me. You don't if you you so beating your chest so hard for Joe Biden, but you don't have it to say, hey, man, hey, brother, I see what you're doing over there. What does it hurt you to like what it is that I say or to go and check out what it is that I'm saying or retweet something or to share my my podcast? You know, I, I do it for other people, so I expect people to do it for me. You know, maybe that's just my own naivete, as they say. So I'm going to end this here because I, I, at first I was going to do a two hour one, but I think I'll just cap this one off and then save that one for the following week. This one I'll put out this week and then I'll save the second, the, the other half of this for another week later. If you guys want me to start going longer, then let, let a brother know some things. Speak up. Say something to me. Let me know you're out there. Um, so to my audience, I don't care how small you are. I don't care if it's three of y'all out there. Yo, thank you for rocking with me. Word up. That means a lot to me. Okay? It means a lot to me because I know I'm a lot. I know I say a lot. I know I have a lot of opinions. But I come from an honest place. Okay? Of, of reasoning, debate understanding knowledge wisdom i'm trying to get to the root of of things i'm trying to speak truth to power i'm trying to speak truth period and i don't want to be stifled and i don't i i'm clearly not a hate monger i'm out here trying to discuss i'm out here trying to bring up specific issues not just scream into the wind so i appreciate y'all and i will see you same bat time same bat channel they understand? Oh no! Hey yo, welcome to the Robert Hopper Show. Hey yo, welcome to the Robert Hopper Show. Hey yo, welcome to the Robert Hopper Show.